everyone. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP. Joining us as always, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, he has some hair growing back. The tenacious yeah. one, Nick Martin. Hello, sir. What, what is up? up today? Nothing, man. Just uh, hanging out, doing stuff, working. All right. All right. Doing a podcast. Joining us right. today is, I mean, I, I feel like I say this on every episode, Nick. I'm so excited for this guest. And, 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 <laughs> and I'm very typically always very excited for the guests that we have on the show. It's just part of the job. But today, I'm a little bit more excited because this guy is an old friend of ours. Um, him and I, we like to call ourselves blood brothers. And if we want to touch on that topic later, we can. Um, I think we need to. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure if we should, but uh, he's a dad and he's a musician extraordinaire. Welcome to DadCast, Mr. Bernie Godwin. Is it Bernard? Is it Bernie? Is it Godwin? Is it Burndog? I don't know how to introduce you. <laughs> Any and all of the above, as long as, you know, it starts with a B. I think we're going to be just fine. <laughs> it's burn dog. Burn dog. It is. How are you, sir, man? How's life been treating you? Oh man. Life, life is a, uh, life is a beautiful roller coaster of highs, lows, dark light. Finding somewhere in the middle to survive is the best point of it. I think is, uh, the way we can all look at it. Okay, I want you to remember each and every one of those things you just said, high, low, dark, light, cold, hot, and give me a story on each as we progress through this hour. But first, let oh. me give you the prerequisite, the, uh, the, 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 the must-needed things that happens for DadCast. Before we continue on, I must ask you a question. It's to write a passage. Bernie, are you a dad? 100%. Yes. How many kids do you have and names, ages, all that good stuff before we continue on? My son is uh, going to turn four on October 15th, and he uh, is a little three and change older. He was born October 15th, 2017, and uh, he is uh, my only son. Well, and I remember when that kid was born, man. I was so proud. Bernie finally became a dad. Hey, before we continue on that, do you remember my littlest? Of course I remember do. When, remember when she was born? Yeah. You want to see let something me, me, crazy? See. Of course I do. <laughs> and she just lost her front tooth literally yesterday. Say hi to Bernie. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You lost your front tooth. Yes, you can go swimming. I love you. Okay, bye. Oh. She's, uh, she's eight years yes. old now, man. Eight. <laughs> That's almost two hands, dude. Yeah, I know. It almost is. But enough oh. about me and my kids. Congratulations. <laughs> How has the, uh, the journey so far been for you raising a boy? <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> it, started, it started out. So it started out, we know. I'm six one. My wife, my wife is five three. So you know, my son was born. He was nine pounds, four ounces, 21 inches. So you do the math on that one. It's kind of like when Nick stand next to me. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like when he was born, he was, we took him in to be born on, on Friday the 13th in October. So I was pumped as hell. I was like, my son's going to have the most rock and roll birthday of all time. Oh yeah. You should have named him Jason but, if that was the case. Oh, <laughs> There, there, were, there was one. There was one or two other names we were kind of discussing, but we decided to kind of keep the lineage of Bernie Godwin. And, and the fourth kind of came up, and then got you know my wife and I joked if we had another boy, a fifth of Bernie would have been too much for the world to handle. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, no, he was uh, was he was uh, had to cook a little longer in there. He wasn't ready to come out, and then uh, we had to have a um, a, a, a doctor assisted birth, you know, with a C section. And my wife was just my wife was just a champion of women. And uh, he was born a few minutes before midnight on the 17th. And he came out. He he was covered. He was hairy, as you could imagine. People who know me, like I grow facial hair. I got back hair, all this, that and the other. My son had every inch of it. He looked <laughs> so handsome and everything. And I, I remember going up to him like just about the day he was born going, you know, kid, I tried. My wife is, you know, born here in the valley in California. But, you know, she's Salvadorian, and I was just like, you know, she's got jet black straight hair and no body hair. I was like, my son or my child will have a chance at this to not be Ombre Lobo. But the moment he was born, out it came, and I was like, oh, God, he is mine. No question about it. Came out looking like Marty Ray. (laughs) Full beard. All right, man. That was a little little, little, little drop for you, Marty. Uh Oh, Yeah, all right. Bernie, God, it's so good to see you, man. It's it's been, it's been too long. When is when is the last time you were in our neck of the woods? Your former okay. neck of the woods. 
twice. I was, well, I've been up there a couple of times, but the last two times I went up there the first time with my, with my, my now wife was my girlfriend, uh, Kate. We went for my, uh, 10 year high school reunion. And, uh, that was the last time I actually saw you JP. Can you refresh my memory? Where the hell was that at? Okay. So here's what happened. And, and how, how many years ago was that? Give or take uh, coming close to 10. Okay. So well, I might've still been drinking a lot years. at that point in time. That's why I don't remember. Oh, it's okay. It's all good. Uh, I was in town. I went, I went and, uh, went and saw a bunch of people I went to high school with and was in town kind of getting, just kind of having a bunch of memories kind of come back. And then I was getting texts from you left and right going, where are you? Where are you? Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm like, babe, we got we to get going. Now we're getting ready to go to Medford. And I said, now, babe, I want you to know that there's going to be a lot of people who haven't seen me, men and women. Right. Now, some women are going to scream when they see me because they haven't seen me in years. And I have not said anything. And I was like, you know, babe, some of them might run and jump. So I'm just giving you a heads up. You know, my wife's Latin. I don't want her to, you know, right. you know to, to get too oh, boy, that's my man. You might see exactly exactly and i don't i don't need her to pull out a blade and kind of do you know where the salvadorans invented slashing and stabbing you know a lot of people thought it was the romans salvadorans guarantee it but she's not the most mild-hearted kind woman around and she's and she met everybody and she met your wife and i'll never forget what my wife said what your wife said to my future wife and said is bernie next time i see her i want a baby in her <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, a few years later, that's what happened. Right. Because 10 years ago, Sawyer was uh, a fresh baby. He's going to be 11. He was a fresh, he was a fresh podling. He's 11 in uh, a month. <laughs> Time. And then just Dude, two and a half, three years later. Yep. Biscuit Avery was in that belly. Yep. Yep. Dude, you, you, you got a, you got good rounds on you, man. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I wish people would stop texting me. I'm just going to put my phone over there and leave it alone. Um, I know, right? <laughs> like I, I, so I gave Nick a, a whole hell of a cra- crap of It's like, okay, when we're doing podcasting, you, you got to stay focused. Pay attention. At least look at the camera. And if you're going to look down at your phone, put it somewhere close to where it's not so horribly obvious. And, well, I was just doing the exact same thing I told him not to do, and I apologize. Well, I know you, you jumped on yourself like, for me. I hate this. And they'd be like, what are you staring down there for? I'd be like, well, I got to talk to somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in, in, in the whole zoom etiquette thing, man, it's like, I want to do my best to there, you know, that's how it should be. I should continue this entire conversation this way. But when my guests are talking, I want to engage them and see their reaction. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're and human. It's, I know, but it's still, it's, it's weird etiquette and, and whatever, but I, I miss the in-person stuff, man. This is just, it's weird. Yeah. You know, dude, I, a little while ago, I did a, I did a session overseas where uh, the person that was singing was this girl um, who was singing in Hawaii. And I was, my dad and I were like being producers over zoom. And, and, that, and that, and that's, and that's kind of a trip because, you know, you don't kind of, you can still create some of the magic, but like not being in there with the person in this, that, and the other, there's certain energies that come across. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do you, the- how do you judge sound? Yeah. That's the whole problem. Right. I mean, now, as uh, what I, what I try to do is like, you can tell if anything is good or bad, whether the connection, you know, has some time delay in it and whatnot, you know, you know, good when you hear good, you, even if it's like, you know, over a telephone or something like that nature, anything that sounds good and is played good and is done good, can be noticed. And if, as long as I've got enough, as my dentist says, as long as we've got enough takes and I can get things clear, you know, you know, you've got enough of what you're working with. And plus, you know, the studio I reached out to ahead of time, I knew what gear they had and I knew what chain I wanted and it came out just fine. Awesome. Let's back up one sec. Cause people may be watching this going, huh? What do you do these days, Bernie, as far as work and musicianship and all that good stuff? Are you currently in a band? Cause I know you've been in and out of a bunch over the past few years. Right, right now, uh, no, none of the uh, the band stuff is kind of going on right now. My the main focus in my I, although I, I won't lie, I miss it every single day. I miss the camaraderie. I miss the the immortal feeling of uh, that no one can mess with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that will come back and and be in its good pro- spots when it's time. But right now, I've literally been living as a uh, as a engineer and producer. And uh, session musician playing guitar, bass, synths, background vocals, to mixing. I don't master. Uh, I know that everyone throws around the producer word, and it drives me nuts too. But uh, 
I'm not in the producer of the sense where I'm using just a, a mouse and a space bar. I'm, I'm working with instruments. I'm working with people and just like, just like with my dad. And, uh, I, I'm basically trying to, you know, get the best out of anybody that I'm working with, including myself or my father, anybody I'm working with and just making sure that everything I get is true, sincere, sounds great. And whatever needs to be done will be done and I'll take care of it. That's amazing. And you mentioned your dad. I I would be remiss if I didn't uh, talk about the fact that uh, you and your father have a very good relationship. Yes. Obviously you're still working together. And, you know, I, I love that, you know, because, Obviously, that relationship has now bled into your relationship and and given you a good foundation as far as your son is concerned. And there is no no fear of uh, being a poor dad, I think, when it comes to Bernie. And that's awesome, man. (laughs) I'm going to give you an applause. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming from a pair of dads. I I certainly appreciate that. Uh, You know, when I... I remember... It's so hard to describe, like, when you when you become a dad, like, my wife and I talk about it constantly, like, I have hard times remembering my life before I was a dad. And I've only, and I've only been a dad, you know, almost, you know, just about four years now, but I mean, like, inside the stomach and all that, you know, all the, all the things you experience beforehand, you know, you start to learn, like, when, like, when you're single and you get into relationships, certain friends and other people like that kind of stop mingling and this and the other, you kind of keep in contact, but that kind of stops. And then you get married and, and, and a bigger degree of that kind of comes into life. And then when you have a kid, it kind of really clears out the head as far as, you know, you're either a, a, a parent friend or uh, a friend that, you know, you used to know, but now they got kids and you, you know, you kind of just shy away from it and this, that, and the other. And you kind of learn more, not just about the people that you held around you, but you learn more about the people that are with you still, whether it's family, whether it's friend or coworkers or whatever it is, you kind of get to reassess parts of your life. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I mean, I think even, you know, as we all become adults, 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and so on and so forth, before your dad, you know, you kind of think in your mind, you reminisce about, you know, the, the not bills part of life, the not roof over the head life and all these other responsibilities we get. And we kind of want to be kids again. And then when we have kids, we in a small way get to live that shadowed memory life with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. That's a good and, take. You, yeah. you, see, you mentioned that you, you always want to be a kid again. I think now that you're a dad and have kids, you can be that kid living through the life of oh, your yeah, own child. Man. I've absolutely. never you know, really. You know how happy I am I get to watch Batman with my son. Or oh, man. You know how cool <laughs> it's getting to the point now that I can do online gaming with my son and I don't oh, do it. And now God. I don't do it as often. He'd like every day. Dad, 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 let's go play. Let's go play, especially during COVID. And, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and I feel bad because I'm busy a lot. And. <laughs> Your dad, you're, you're getting it done. You're, I mean, you guys have got a huge podcast that's growing, that's getting fan bases, that's getting shared. You're getting reputable, big name people on this, and it's only going up. I mean, this this podcast hasn't been alive all that long, and look what you guys have done already. It's only north from here. It's only because of Nick. No, it's because of both of us <laughs> and our team. We have a huge team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, oh, so okay, I'm sorry. I have to. Oh, go ahead. I, I have to actually. I'm, I'm going to talk that's about this online. Here, so here's here's let's see if you can in, get what I'm getting at here. I'm just going to read a text out loud to you guys. I don't know if you got my message, but I'm trying to get about 450 for the whole package. Their aisle seats to the closest parking available, unless you are at Caesars or MGM. Blah blah blah. Parking is okay. Garth Brooks tickets at Allegiant Stadium. There it is. I'm trying to hook up a pair of tickets to Garth Brooks, uh, the first concert in Allegiant. Uh, in the beautiful, beautiful stadium. And that's what it's going to cost us, man, 450 But that includes parking. And I don't know Ooh. if I should buy them and give them away as a prize or who knows. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just figured I'd, I'd relate to that. By the no way, problem. man, today's a glorious day. Not only is Bernie on, pod, on the podcast, it is as of time of recording, June 30th. And as of today, Oregon is free completely open no masks I'll no social distancing <laughs> I, I, no I, capacities now i want to put a mask on just to get looks <laughs> i certainly don't blame you i don't blame you there i mean like what, what was kind of kind of going on throughout the whole country i know it kind of 
split up a lot of people on their thoughts upon, you know, people comparing wearing masks to being, you know, governmentally forced to be doing things of that nature. And I think what people kind of missed out on it was, is, you know, you got to care about your neighbor, got to care about your friend. You know, we, it's not just the old pe- older generation who was getting ransacked by this. Right. I mean, I mean, it's everyone. I, mean, yeah, I got ransacked. I personally, I personally knew a ton of people who passed away from it. I know people who were sick from it, who were in a hospital for months on this stuff. Bernie, I mean, yeah. Bernie, all the, yes, Nick sir. is currently infected. <laughs> I, I am. He like, has the Rona. Two, I'm yeah. I am I like literally it. two days past my quarantine from having the Rona. So, so you, you feeling all right, Nick? Yeah, I have like weird, like breathing issues still. Like I'll go to the gym and I get tired way too quick now. And like still like insane body aches, like towards the end of the day, my joints hurt like more than they've ever hurt. Oh, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's no mean, joke, man. Like, no, it's, and it's, I, it's, I do have a friend, my, my, I actually was hanging out with the singer from Fountains of Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, they were doing a tour with uh, Everclear and Eve six on a little like storyteller's acoustic thing. Wall, I did that. Yeah. And, uh, I found out he passed away from Corona. Like he was, when we hung out, he was totally fine. It was about three months later. I got a call from the lead singer from Eve six and he's like, Hey man, he, uh, Adam passed away. And I'm like, what? So it's yeah, scary. It's, it's you never know. No joke. And Fountains of Wayne was like a huge, huge part of my life growing up. And you know, Stacy's mom and all that oh, stuff. Come and on, uh, yeah. That thing you do. Yeah. Line, another song they put out. Mexican one. I remember that. I I totally yeah. remember that. Band. Yeah. Uh, like one of the greatest songwriters of our time. I I you know it, hands down. And it just yeah, it's it's a total bummer. So well to lighten it's, yeah. to lighten up the mood here. Uh, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the uh, the uh, what's the word. Kind of having problems talking today. Go figure. Me. Uh, one of the symptoms, um, the very un- uncommon symptoms of COVID and Rona that has been very rarely talked about. In fact, very few of the people who have been infected, uh, this has been reported, um, happened to Nick. Yeah. So are you getting those erections back yet or what? I'm just. <laughs> Nothing a box of Lucky Charms yeah. and a popsy muffin could have been. Just curious because you know that sucks. I, I thought we had an agreement to not talk about dicks. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> or, if, or if not talk, we do interpreted dance. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's, you know <laughs> get it going. Oh, see, then oh, I got man. you. I got you, man. You're that like was good. you got that in. Was, I, was, I, I skin just a little bit. I can't believe it. Took this long to get to the first penis joke. <laughs> well, it's been like we it's we, been a few months. Actually, it has been. Yeah, we had we had an episode where we just could not get off a dick. And I actually Dude, never, I never I even, no I never decided to call me about it. <laughs> For the record, I didn't say the word. I didn't even mention. I simply said the e word, which is a common medical term. And Nick had to go there. But anywho, I'm sorry, I did. My bad, man. Right. So, so, so <clears throat> getting off the uh, of reptiles, I, I guess. We talked about, I was wondering if we were going to talk about the blood brother. Thing. Oh crap. Here we yeah, go. So let's, let's do it. All right. So uh, without you, no names. Okay. There would be a hundred percent. No names. That, cause, Cause that would be difficult. And you know what? My lady is going to probably watch this episode. I'm not going to oh, tell her to watch this episode, but at some point if she stumbles upon it or a friend watches it, I, I will definitely hear about this. And somehow I will just, be, yeah, in, I'll, tell, somehow I'll be in trouble Jesus. for it. And this was long ago. Jen, this was long ago. Yes. Before, before <laughs> you, the queen of his life entered into it. Yes. This was during, this would, was during, I would God, say. 2007. 2007, yes. 2008, the, the, the right the around freer, that. The freer, times, the freer times of JP and Bernie when the. So long when story short, Nick, this is what happened. I dated a girl. I stopped dating a girl. Bernie started dating a girl. He stopped dating a girl. A few months later, it turns out it was the same girl. Blood you brothers. Eskimo brothers. Blood brothers. <laughs> We're a little too south for the Eskimo thing, but definitely blood brother. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, you remember what we called her? Oh, yeah, a blank X. <laughs> so, Southern Oregon's a small town. I don't want to drop a name. I almost dropped her name. Drop a name. I'm not disrespectful like that, but I remember we had it. We, we left a very funny message. I'm going to make a that. different name up and in, in replace of the actual name, but it was uh, yeah, probably Barbara X. Make sure I haven't dated said person. Oh, <laughs> talk and we, talk we about, in a crazy turn of events. 
So it's been like a running joke for a while. And actually, yeah. literally, Nick, you're probably curious when I sent out the Zoom invite for this podcast. Like, what's yeah, that? What's like, that what all about? Fuck is that? that was that was strictly <laughs> under the radar, straight for Bernie. <laughs> Only he would get it. You know, good times. Good times. But yeah, so oh, it, you know, we've. Uh, <sighs> I'm blood brothers with a few people, to be honest. You know, but you know, that's 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 uh, that's just you know the sordid past of JP. We've all we've all got sordid pasts, and yeah, but I don't. I think as far as our sordid past, I don't think it gets as as, as bloody or gruesome as others. So I think for what we've done, yeah. and where we've been, I think we've gotten away pretty clean. Absolutely, <laughs> and you know, and it's a good segue. I find myself, you know, recollecting the past and trying to pinpoint a, a, a certain time, a certain date, a certain event. Uh, and, and there's no certain time or date, but it's, it's a, a period of time. And that was the month before my son was born, my firstborn, and the six months after. So that like seven month period is when I, in looking back now, didn't realize it then, but looking back now is when I could literally put the hammer down and go, that is when I grew up. And it took me in my mid thirties to do it, but that's when I'm like, okay, responsible. I'm a dad now. I'm responsible for this tiny little life, and all those bad things, party boy days, were uh, left in the dust. And absolutely. And Jen always likes to comp- compliment me. I always, I always disagree with her, but she says she likes to take credit. She goes, "I turned a bad boy into a good man," and I'm like, yeah. "Every time I hear that, I'm like, but I was never really a bad boy. Maybe yeah, in." in you know, <laughs> I'll put it to this way: you you might you might have run with the the wild horses a few times or so, but I don't think you got stampeded or ran over uh, helpless victims. Right, exactly. You know, so uh, maybe in her eyes. Did you ever wake up naked in a field on the way back to your house? Me, yeah, multiple times. Oh, okay, so <laughs> you're a bad boy then. I, I woke mean- <laughs> up. It, that field was actually a cemetery, but that's an entirely different story. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I was walking back from the part of my house. I passed out in the cul-de-sac at the spot where they hadn't built a house yet. Somehow my clothes disappeared. State trooper lived in the house across the street from me. Gets up at four in the morning. He's like, dude, the kids are going to be out in about two hours. Get your ass back in the house. Did you ever find yeah. any of those clothes? No, I didn't. Never, ever. I still, to this day, have not found those clothes. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened from the time I left the bar. Buck naked? Wait, did you have shoes or socks on or anything? I had nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just butt-ass fucking naked. Oh, damn, It dude. was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good time. We need to tell both of our wives that this episode is just a really shitty episode. And we probably should. <laughs> it's just full of dick jokes you don't want to hear. Whoa. Dadcast, remember, Dadcast. Obsessive, obsessive, obsessive body hair. Gonna reel you back in. Gonna reel you back in. Gonna reel you back in, Nick. Oh, so. All right. Yes. Where in the valley are you living right now, Bernie? Right now, I'm in Chatsworth. Chatsworth. Yeah. My grandparents really- were born in Chatsworth in, really? ni- in the early 1900s, back when it was literally. Cow fields and pastures and the rocks up on the Susanna Pass there. I still I live right next to those Topanga. I live right next to the canyon. Oh, so you're like a hop, skip and jump away from uh, from see me. You just go over the hill. That's exactly. I'm, I'm about I'm a couple miles away from there, but that's where I'm at right now. I've kind of lived since I moved from Oregon back down here. I've kind of lived all over the valley. I've lived in uh, Lake Balboa. I lived in Winneka and then I lived in uh, Woodland Hills for a while. And I was about about two miles away from all the Kardashians and Justin yeah. Bieber and just like, like everybody. I was a few miles. I was like two miles away from all of them. I have a confession to make today is Sunday. No, today's the hell say it's Wednesday. <laughs> COVID. Uh, when I, what I meant to say is I was in Simi Valley last Wednesday and Thursday and I didn't call Bernie. I apologize, man. <laughs> look at the look at his face. Wow. I was I was passing through. We were leaving Vegas and I had other people to see okay. and yada yada yada. It's okay. But I thought of okay. you. I did. I thought about you. I said, you I, know, I should probably call Bernie. And next thing I know, I was in the studio. Yeah, well, you know, I should call Bernie. Next thing I know, Bakersfield. Whoops. Damn, it's, like, it's okay. It's okay. You were, you you remember me at the armpit of California, so I'll forgive you for that. Oh, it's been hot lately too. So let me ask you this, Burn Dog. Your boy's four years old. 
When's he gonna get yeah. a? When's he gonna get a little sister? Is that something in the cards? <laughs> well, well, twins run in my in my wife's family and in mine. Okay, we are. Bernie is like three kids because he's he's the kindest human there ever was. He unfortunately has inherited my absolute no need in life for coffee caffeine lifestyle, where you are just naturally born with too much energy. Uh-huh. And my wife is and my wife is the exact same. So the fact we used to joke, like when we have a kid, I'm they're going to hook up. NASA's going to hook up to him to launch everything because he just got too much energy. Just call up Elon, man. We'll get this thing figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Only if there's a percentage made. But uh, what we, we've talked about it a little bit. I think we're going to I think we're going to run solo conquistador with the boy for right now. She's uh, she's plenty healthy to do it to, to be able to have another kid if we want. Right now, we're just kind of we're just kind of wanting to see how schools handled and this, that, and the other, and see uh, where the grandeurs of life kind of walk us through. And if uh, we were to have a little girl or twin girls or another boy or twin boys, is to be seen yet. But I mean, it's not off the table. But I know that we've kind of focused in on like, yeah, we might be that one kid parent couple right now. We're not sure. He's really close with a lot of his family. Like he's got cousins that he sees all the time, and. Uh, it's surrounded by a lot of love and family. And he, uh, I know he had, at times he certainly probably would love to have a brother or sister, but him being the son of me, he is little Thor Hulk man running around, <laughs> grabbing everything. He shouldn't be able to lift and do it. And then, you know, be able to run around like, yay! And I'm like, God, he's going to crush something with it. <laughs> do you have any sisters? I have one. Yes. Okay. So, sister. so your dad can tell you how uh, being the father to a son is amazing and being the father to a daughter also equally amazing and 100% incredibly different. Um, I root for you. You know, if you end up with just the one kid, all right. But if you do get another bun in the oven, I am crossing fingers so you can complete that set and get a girl because man, I'll tell you what it's, it's something just ask Nick. He's got 337 of them. That's right. Tell me about three of them then. <laughs> no, but no, I mean, like if we, me and my wife always talked, if we did have a daughter, we were, I mean, we already picked a name out uh, ahead of time. I was, I talked about naming. If we had a daughter, I'd name her Judith and I'd name her after the uh, uh, perfect circle song. Oh, okay. I wasn't like, Oh, is he going to go Beatles with this? No, he went perfect circle. No, no, I no. The other one, what the other one would have been, but uh, no, but no, uh, I remember just hearing the first perfect circle record. And I, at the time I wasn't even a tool fan, which is kind of shocking now because I love tool, but I just, it just didn't click with me. And I saw a magazine, you know, front man of tool starts a new band, perfect circle. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I caught the last 30 seconds of the Judith video. I heard it wigged out got some money from my folks and I ran to like a local music shop in Ashland because I was living in Ashland at the time. I bought the record and I listened to it front to back twice before I stopped and it, it, it changed my life. Yeah. It's it amazing, man. Really- I, my first experience was literally on the air at, uh, at the rogue when, uh, you know, perfect. They, they play this song and, and we played it and I said, Oh my God, it's tool, but it's not. And it's so just, yeah. Yeah. I'm right there I, with I, you. I, uh, I'm I'm right there with you, dude. A, a perfect circle completely flipped my mind about certain things, about music, about writing, about how I felt as a person and what I wanted to express as myself. And uh, and then you know, waiting for a new perfect circle, I said, screw it, I'll get into tools. So I picked up lateralis, and then that was the rabbit hole that took me down that for forever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and then you know, as perfect circle went on, oh, you know, certain elements of it changed, you know, from kind of the, um, the artsy rock album into the 13th step where it kind of took more of a, an acoustic dramatic, more of a looking at oneself and maybe not the most flattering light album. And, and and I, and I followed that for a long time and, you know, just like, like the professor or the Beatles, I mean, like that alone, I mean, you know, I'm surrounded by it 24 seven, just even because of my dad with production, everything, everything he ever wanted to do in music was because of the Beatles. He saw, he saw the two movies, he saw hard days night, and then he saw help. And when he saw it in color, he he tells the story. He's walking on the, the snow banks uh, in New York. And he says to his friend, Doug, who ended up being in music too, says, I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. And, and there you go. And here we are. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, good stories. So I, I, I'll skip the question later when we do the fast five uh, sure, of, sure. You know, of favorite band. 
because I know that's in, in literally, especially for musicians, quite, almost impossible to answer. A little tougher. Yeah, yeah, right. But Nick. Yeah. What up? How are you? I'm good. Do we need to bring Bernie's dad in? Is, is your dad like there? Uh, he's he, he's uh, he's here, but I know he's with my grandson right now. I was going to say, if you want, I'll bring, him on, bring him on, man. Bring him on, man. I'll bring. I'll, I'll go have him, guys. You guys do an episode with him. He's got, dude. He's got so many awesome <laughs> studio stories. I mean, like, okay. Here's what I, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go grab him and your kid, if that's cool. Bring him on for literally on, ten yeah. seconds, and then we're going to ask him if we can have him on the show point blank and uh he has to say yes because you can't say no when you're you know you're talking we're doing that thing where we tell our kids not to do (laughs) give me give me two minutes i'll be right back all right all right now this is gonna be fun nick (laughs) oh dude yeah putting people under pressure (laughs) that's right we're doing things i tell my kids not to do do not ever ask in front of the other parents (laughs) don't ask in front of your friends oh Oh, that's good stuff i kind of want to i want to see his boy too i want to i want to see how he I mean, last time I saw him, it was just baby pictures. Yeah, that's yeah. I've only seen the. I've never seen him actually <laughs> in real life. I've uh, I've only seen on Facebook. Well, this will give me a good opportunity to uh, ask everyone listening and watching this particular video. First of all, thank you so much. It means the world to Nick and I. Um, if you haven't done so already, we'd super appreciate a subscribe, a like. If you don't like it, that's all right. Smash the thumbs down and hit that bell. And uh, really helps the channel and us, man. We appreciate it. There he is, Burn Dog. Look at the man. Hey, dude, how are you? You say hi to JP. What's up? And say hi to Nick. These are some really old. These are some great old friends of Dad's from over in Oregon. You're going to go visit one day. You are a handsome little man, dude. Love it. Yeah. Is he? Why, is he? Why took care of the rest of that. Is he a professional at <laughs> guitar yet? He he sings. <laughs> he sings a lot. He, he, he pounds on things to be a drummer and it's breaking my heart every day. And that's okay. Uh, but he, he walks up to guitars. He walks up to basses. He walks up. Yeah. He, he, he's, he loves everything. I mean, I have, he's, I have a production room at my home and he's always around the studio. He's always around gear. He's always around bands. He's always around musicians. So of course I'm giving him the worst education humanly possible. Ah, that's debatable. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just proud, like, proud of the fact that he's awake right now. My son, it's uh it's 1234 and dude's still asleep. Let me yeah. tell you. Summertime. When he was first born. He took he took really great naps, and then around the two and a half mark, they left, mm-hmm. and my wife and I were so depressed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, we have a moment, and now he's now he's just the Energizer Bunny. He literally talks, even though he's not right now. He talks from the moment he wakes up to the very moment he goes to sleep. Little dude, what's your name again? You tell me your name is. Come on, baby. Oh, you being tell. shy. That's all right. I was just going to ask. I was going to ask you a question, but I'll ask his dad then. Okay. Is, is he? Uh, do you let him watch? How much screen time? He gets screen time. So what's it's, his favorite? Uh, what's your favorite show? What's what's your, what's your favorite, favorite thing to watch? What's your favorite thing? He likes different things on YouTube. There's certain uh, little Ooh. skit shows he watches on YouTube. He likes. I like and YouTube then, uh, too. So does my little girl. Yeah, what what else do you watch, big guy? You watch um you like Spider-Man. He likes Spider-Man a lot. He likes uh what else do you like to watch? All right, what I just introduced you to a movie a little while ago. What was it? Uh oh, he's obsessed with the Croods, the second one. Okay. Oh, so good. Yes. He, he loves the Croods. Nick Cage. <laughs> See, I can't wait for my little guy to be into that kind of stuff. Right now we're stuck on Coco Melon. Oh, oh it's that's funny, Nick. I was scrolling through netflix uh by the way if you get a chance check out black summer it's a new take on zombie uh really and and it's so well done and incredibly just dark and and the zombies are very fast it's it's real it's good stuff anywho i saw cocomelon is trending in like number three and i went oh poor nick and then i scrolled (laughs) and then i scrolled on by and didn't get to watch it it was yeah don't 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 even go down that rabbit hole you'll never stop (laughs) Uh, the worst the worst rabbit was the Ryan stuff, Ryan story review. Like when he goes on a marathon of it, and I'm just like, I just, I, I have nothing against this kid, but it's just like, I, bro, I can't, I just can't do this. Dude. Can you imagine having his success though? Let's do it. You want right. to start your own YouTube channel, big guy? Your dad will just go buy you like, you know, 50 bucks worth of toys every week. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You open them, you film it. Like, like the 50 he already gets sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's a good kid though. He's a good kid. You know, he, um, he's learning about, you know, kind of being, uh, you know, little kids will hide certain things sometimes, you know, like he got a little scratch on his face and we were like, well, what happened? And he wouldn't say anything for a little while. And so then he finally told us he uh, went up to one of our little doggies and he grabbed the, the toy, like the little bone and so wanted to play fetch with him. And uh, he learned that the doggy was very, very calm, thank God, but uh, just gave him a little little paw thing, and we're like, you know, he thought I was going to be really upset, and I said no. I was really yeah. for telling the truth. We'll never be upset did. for you all getting hurt. In fact, it's the opposite. It really scares us as dads. We don't it hurts us more than it hurts them. <laughs> we don't like it when you all get hurt. No, dude, it scares us, especially when you're young and you can't talk, and we don't know what's making you feel not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, oh, awesome. Listen, I'm going to go get you over to grandma real quick and I'm going to be right back. My dad was on the phone. He's all about it. And I'll get, I'll get you two hooked up so you can talk beforehand and we'll Sweet. get it all going. All right. Cool. One second. We'll see you in a sec. Well, that was good. I love it when um, our guests bring on their kids. Uh, some of them tend to be hesitant. Some of them, mm-hmm. not at all. And uh, it's, it's great. It really, you know, gets you a deep dive into their lives, man. How, how amazing is that? What are you doing over there? Nick Martin. You're already Checking. looking for that email. Checking our downloads. Oh, <laughs> seeing where we're at, dude. We're it's all good. You know, it was fifty thousand right now. It's only going to be fifty thousand and one if you check it again. So know, don't worry right? about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so today in Oregon, beautiful day. We touched on that earlier. It's uh, one of the last states to be uh, freed from the social distancing and mask mandates. Um, and it's not going to be one hundred and seventeen degrees today. So there's that. Oh yeah, I know. Isn't it funny that it's now predicted to be oh a high of 98 and we're like yes I, I it's like what? Your buddy greg roberts for his knowledge his wealth of knowledge on the on the weather <laughs> so, oh, oh are you talking I about this post every day yeah i know roguweather.com our homie greg yes but you know i'll tell you what those last few posts uh i'm not knocking them good job you know this is all it's, stuff that's good to know very detailed uh, yeah. it, it, well, and it's nice. It's cool enough to go Bigfoot hunting too. <laughs> <laughs> Squatch searching. I got nothing. Uh-oh. Bernie, it was so cool meeting your kid, man. Live was telling Nick when you were, when you're off last time I saw him was basically baby pictures on Facebook. Yeah. And, he, and you know, it's, he's growing, man. He's, 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 it's, it is cool, man. He's, it, it's such a trip. He's like, He's got his own personality and be able to kind of have a conversation with him and just seeing like how his vocabulary is just so it's expanding so much so quickly so fast it's just it's it's like it's like the coolest gift to see you right. know it's just and in Avery you know my end she's eight so obviously the uh, the vocabulary is considerably larger at this point but she's saying words that I'm like I don't even say those words where where did you learn these words and. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, just someone I was watching on YouTube. I'm like, but you understand, yeah. and you're using the word properly too. It's not like she's just, you know, it's throwing just out the word out there. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. I had a really good day, chartreuse. It's like, you know, what it's well, like, I, <laughs> just use, like, using them right. I, so it's really cool to your see. Your own father can't spell that. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> I'm she's still getting the I mean, hey, hey la 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 la. That's what I get. He's a year and a month guy. old. It's okay. I know, but it's it's awesome. He comes over, he looks at me so intently and just starts la 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 like he's having this full on oh, conversation. You, and I'm like All right, cool buddy. Good yeah. talk. He knows what he is saying. It's just a exactly. matter of, we need one of those he knows exactly what he's, he's just like the yeah, best part is when he gets pissed because I don't do what he's asking me. <laughs> what you need is one of those callers from the movie up. Hello, yes. right. my name is Dog. <laughs> or you have to like take the I am Groot like speech class and be like, oh, that's what you're saying, right? Huh? Right. <laughs> so I, I usually just resolve the issue with a cookie. I'm like, you want a cookie? Great. There you go. <laughs> and this is why America is the fattest country in the world. It's it's why it's why uh, the. But you're right. Cholesterol is yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. So th- that billboard I did with uh, we're the number one parenting podcast. It's all bullshit. It, <laughs> just solve every problem with a cookie. <laughs> That's my parenting advice. Number, kids talking to you. Here's a cookie. Shut up. <laughs> here's a cookie. Shut up. Here, here's an iPad and a cookie. <laughs> Let's go watch uh, some cartoons. There you go. 
Fencing have, 101, Martin. The Martin yeah. Method. Have you, that's funny, that brings up a good topic. Have you, uh, difficulties in your path as a father, Bernie, difficulties raising your son? What have you come across? Anything? I mean, that's like notable, like, or just a typical stuff. Mine kind of came in phases. I would say for me, like up until about where COVID happened, I was, I was working like two, I was working two jobs. I was working at a music store, you know, slinging pro audio gear drums and all that stuff and giving people advice on building things and this, that, and the other. And then I would go home. I would take a you know swig of milk, a quick bite of something, and then run right into my production room where I had a band waiting, and I'd work till midnight or one in the morning. And I did that for about six days a week for about three years. And so I'd have time with my kid and my and, and my wife and my family, but it was always broken up. I was you know constantly always in the work zone because got to work. You got to keep the roof. You got to keep everything going. That is the battle. And I was, I was ignoring my own health and I wasn't having maybe this, the, the, the grandest of relationship I want with my son. You know, we see each other, we love each other, everything, but I wasn't around a whole lot because I got to work. Just like any, like any single mom or a single dad or parents that work together, you know, it's just one of those things that happen. And when COVID kind of happened, a lot, a lot of things were kind of going on in my life. And, um, I remember when they shut down the state of California and I was just like, okay, cool. I'm going to be with my family. I'm going to be with my family. I'm going to get to know my kids. And it kind of took me about two or three weeks to be used to being around everybody all the time. And I think that's something that a lot of people kind of skip over when they talk about what was kind of happening with everybody. I know it certainly was something it was, a, uh, it was a mental thing for me just being around all the time. Yeah, I was always, I was just always working, and it's kind of a culture it, shock, you know. You go into a yeah, complete, absolutely. Yeah, this know, is the, the new normal. Yeah, the new short short term normal. You know, it's like it's like the PG version of Twenty Eight Days Later. You know, no one's dying. You know, of, of a horrible zombie apocalypse, but you know, we're around each other. And we're kind of seeing what everything is like, and uh, for every nightmarish, you know circumstances that happened to a good chunk of our country and the world for that matter, I found a certain awakening and peace and a growing up of sorts by being around my son and my wife and my, and my mom and dad more and just kind of having something, I guess I had didn't realize my heart needed. I was, you know, a couple a couple puzzle pieces away from having a, a heart that beat truer. Wow. And uh, yeah, and that's I've heard a lot of these stories with uh, a lot of the guests we've spoken with and even friends and locally here, you know, the media is so focused on the negative as it always seems to be when it comes to COVID. But, you know, if you put your finger on the positives that, that have come up because of everything that has happened, uh, gosh, I, I don't want to say they're going to outweigh the negative, but they certainly put up a real good fight. And it does because you 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 have these um, things that you had you, maybe you just didn't even realize that was going on with you internally, right? Like myself, and uh, you know, I, and of course, my first thought was you know like uh, how you know I can lean up on production more, you know, just working from my home production room and studio. I just don't know how it's going to be with this, that, and the other. And the funniest thing in the world is like a week into it, my dad and I started getting phone calls from people like, hey, let's start this. I want to start this album. I want to start this project. I have a bunch of songs I want to do. And people would just be like, I've got ideas of it. Build everything. And then I'll just sing and you guys do everything where I am. Or I'll go and do a social distant vocal session. And uh, we'll do it that way. And it was a, uh, it was a, it was a true uh, blessing during that time, you know, I didn't have to worry as much about, you know, how things were going to keep rolling. Yeah. And, and, and it was a a great awakening moment. Good stuff. I mean, I, I certainly enjoyed uh, being around my family more and thankfully I had uh, positions and jobs that didn't change at all, but I was, could do more of them at home, thankfully. And uh, you know, it got the best of both worlds. And then, you know, then it came, and it came a few months later. God, I want these kids to get back to school. God, I need to answer. I haven't, I haven't gotten to that yet. I mean, we're, we're just now talking about preschool, and the preschool is about a third of a mile from where I'm at right, right. now. So 
well, go, we're there, gonna cut out. Therein lies the benefits of having a single child, which is in your favor from what we discussed earlier. You don't have them bickering and fighting each other over anything <laughs> and everything. I mean, God dang exactly. it. They were literally fighting over a friggin' orange cup yesterday. Ten years old oh. and eight year old just like, that's my cup. It's not my cup. It's my cup. It's a freaking cup, guys. Who gives a oh, flying? But they can put more in this cup, Dad. It's like, no, that's not how physics work. That's not how physics So, yeah, you know, and summer's only just started. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very true. But, you know, again, I wouldn't have it any other way. Amazing stuff. Nick, you ready for the fast? The fast five-ish and sometimes turns into yeah, ten. All right. So this part, Bernie, is um, how we... We, we get to know you later in the episode because we're running out of time here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ask random questions and you just answer them if you feel like the need. For example, for your favorite band, which we won't do because we talked earlier. And uh, so, Nick, start, start, start processing something you want to ask. I will go first. Bernie, you are trapped on an island in some crazy Twilight Zone kind of way. There's a DVD player and a single movie and electricity played there. It's the only thing you can watch the rest of your life until you die on that island. What is it? That's tough, man. Uh, a, a movie or a show? Anything that comes on a DVD. So if you got a 30 episode or 30 season episodes of some TV show, that'll work too. I'll, if it's a TV show, I'll go with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. If it's a movie, we'll go with The Burbs. The Burbs. All right, Ooh, Tom Hanks. I watched a the Tom Hanks flick last night, The Terminal. I don't know why, but I had to watch it. And then I decided right. I want to get stuck in an airport because that looked fun. Yeah. yeah. Right? Favorite movie soundtrack. Ooh. Ooh. West Side Story. Wow. Okay. Uh, dude, I, what I expected. <laughs> Here's this is out of left field. I grew up in a heavily musical family, and and musicals were always around. And I was I was going to say something else, but the the, the music of West Side Story for me, I mean, like it's uh, it's it's sacred in in this house. So I bet that I choose that. I have a tough um, one answering that because it, it range it, it depends on my mood when the question's asked. But uh, I, I would have said Beavis and Butthead. Oh, mm-hmm. and that was the first. That was the so, first album I ever bought with my own money. Was the Beavis and Butthead that soundtrack? Gross Point Blank. Like okay. hands down, doesn't matter what mood I'm in. That the music on that soundtrack is phenomenal. And then, and then I would have chose the Highlander, the whole Queen, oh. the Queen Dunn soundtrack, depending on my mood. Uh, and then, and then you got, of course, uh, Walk the Line, Johnny Cash's whole thing. It's just I can't. Young guns. Oh, there you go, it's a little Bon Jovi action. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, soundtrack. Okay, that was a good. It threw me off. I don't even know what to ask next. Okay, you're on that same island, Bernie. Okay. And and for some crazy reason, there's a, a a chef there, and and an oven, and all the ingredients to make one thing for the rest of your life. What is it you're eating? <laughs> oh, you know, like the Latin food side of me is going wild, and the Indian food side is like, you better not turn your back on me. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go dessert. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go with chocolate Danish. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. I dig that. You can can eat one thing and it won't make you sick for the rest of your life. Chocolate Danish. You have a, a, a a superpower in the fact that you can make anyone achieve their dreams. But unfortunately it's not their own dream. It is the dream you want for them. What dream do you want for your son? No regrets. No regrets. All right. <laughs> All right. To be able to be able to, make, to be able to choose to be able to walk a path he chooses and know that he has made the choice that best suits him and his future family, and to not think of what if. I think what ifs can kill a lot of people's desires, dreams, goals, short term, long term, many things. It's as it's like they say. The smallest movements, the smallest changes of things do the biggest things for everybody. And I think if he, with me and my wife and other loving people around him, help him show him how to know where to steer your compass, even though it doesn't feel like it's pointing north at times, I think if he can have a truly focused mind where he can see the correct path and maybe not always the easiest path, but the path that can help him and others 
down the road, I think that I think I would want him to have vision so he could see where he should be and how to get there and not work as hard as others, or I shouldn't say not work as hard as work smarter in areas that he needs to do than others. I think that would be the gift I would give him. All right. Hmm. Awesome. All right. You live in a totally ridiculous world where George Clooney is the only actor and you have to watch his movie or TV show. Which, which one would you pick? (laughs) George Clooney. (laughs) Random. Okay. I think I'll go, uh, I'm going to throw a curveball. One fine day. Ooh. That's that's actually one of my favorites. Status on that one. Yeah. Because I almost I like went it. Batman. I almost went there. I was just going to say, screw it, Batman. See, but I, I would, I would go Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Hands uh, down. Oh, you know, so he was also, he was also in Return to Horror High. Yes. Yeah. Did you know he I met George Clooney it. back in his original uh, ER sitcom days? I was probably what twelve. Was that like? Uh, I was like 12 or 13, maybe 14. I don't know, it was right around that time. And uh, the dad took me to the dad. I refer to my dad as the dad. Uh, the dad. He took us out to Lake Piru, which is, you know, up by Fillmore. Yeah. Uh, it's just where What's Her Nuts just recently passed away. I, I That was very disrespectful. <laughs> I don't know her name. The, 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 the actress, the actress oh. from... From Glee. I don't. Oh, Oh my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Second big joke of the day. I'm proud. Anywho, we were at Lake Piru there and uh, dad, there's a a dock and there was it. What he's still laughing. There is a dock set up with uh, a bunch of catered stuff. There's like cakes and sodas and drinks and waters and there's nobody around. And so dad dropped me and my buddy off and we're hanging out in the pier and, and you know we're like do we eat this there's literally no one here and all this good stuff and when we're you know fighting the decision another boat pulls up and george clooney walks off with his entourage of like three or four friends and they're like what's up kids what are you guys doing here and we're just like uh swimming <laughs> anyway he hooked us up with a couple sodas and dad came back sent us on our way and i met george clooney before he was george clooney you know he was he literally like the nicest man in the world before, i would love to have him on our podcast Fox. yeah he was he was pretty cool from what i remember granted it was short and it was brief and i was young and you know i really I wanted that chocolate best. cupcake but oh. all right so any artist or band living or dead comes back for a single show performed just for you in your living room who's it going to be this is where i'm going to take another curve that people might not see there i would trade in a concert of Jimi hendrix of the all original almond brothers beatles everybody for one session with tom dowd now tom dowd you know, Les Paul, Gibson Les, Les Paul invented the four track. Tom Dowd made the eight track. Tom Dowd also helped make the atomic bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima. He's recorded, he recorded Layla. He recorded Leonard Skinner. He recorded Aretha Franklin. He's one of the fathers of sound of recording. And he's somebody my dad got to know towards the end of his life. They used to talk and he's, he's one of the most, if there was going to be like a, Mount Rushmore of people who have been responsible for certain advancements in music, whether it's recorded in sound or production or engineering, he'd certainly be one of them up there. And as so much as I wouldn't want to talk to him as much as I would love to have seen him work to see how he pulled out what he pulled out from people with the talent, how he arranged music, how he did things of that nature. That to me would be something so beyond rare for for a personal thing because my, my dad's a music producer and I've grown up around a lot of musicians and things of that nature and I've got to see how certain people cook in the kitchen you could say and to see someone like him to command the respect he did without any ego and to just really be about in the moment and who you worked with I think that's who I would choose very unique and original response that we've never heard before but I, I expect nothing less of you Bernie uh, do you know uh, producer, audio engineer, heard of the name Tom Fletcher? The name rings a bell. He's done Ozzy and a bunch of those guys back in the uh, 90s. Uh, he did the entire no, uh, no More Tears album. 
Anywho, that's he's he's Elvis Elvis Monroe sound guy, Nick. And he was oh, at okay, the, okay. I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. He was. Uh, I met him. It's funny. We uh, we were out to Vegas a couple months ago, and I don't know who the man is. And he comes <laughs> oh. and says, "I know you." To me, and I'm like, and, and just before I know him, and I was like, I, "I doubt you know me." He's like, "No, what do you do?" And I, you know, I said I worked in radio in Oregon. He's like, "You got a voice. I've heard that before. I guarantee to you." And then come to find out who this man is and go, oh, he recognized yeah. my voice. It makes sense because of what he does. Um, I don't know. I just brought that up. And, and I that's saw a, him that's again. A, that's, a huge, that's a huge compliment to you, man. I mean, you've got, you've got, you've, you are uh, of that golden radio <laughs> voice, the voice people want to hear, the yeah. people, voice people keep listening in on. You know, I've got a Mickey Mouse voice. i got to work with what I've got. <laughs> so I was going to tell you, JP, when you went yeah. down to Vegas this last one. He was there. You the the band you saw is the band he's producing. The yeah, I know. Many miles away. Yeah, yeah. yeah with yeah, uh, Neil Schoen. Yeah, he was. I saw. He came up to me yeah. again. I'm at the bar. Hey, JP, this, what's up, man? I was like, the, the guitar player in that band is the son from the guy from Journey. Yes. Yeah. yeah I was like, holy I'm shit! Sure. I, now I wish I would have gone. I tried like, to get you there. I, I did know. everything in my power. But did you know? Fun fact, Bernie. Nick is afraid to go anywhere without his wife. I'm not afraid. She's just my <laughs> best friend and. I prefer my lady's my her. best friend too, but I have no problem leaving for a day or two and she has no problem leaving for a day or two with me. We're good. It's all gravy. It's all, I know you want to go see it. Peace problem. out. I got the kids. We're good. As, We're great. We got this progresses. I'm going to have to take some time away from the family. It's therapeutic, do, dude. I mean, not even and kidding. Nick and JP shit. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be our new TV show. Nick and JP do shit. Do, do. <laughs> it might that might actually work. We'll talk about yeah, that off the air. Netflix. Netflix. Shop, you Netflix shop on a ton of networks and actually get some heavy traction on that. Bernie, you wake up, you leave the house. What's one thing you can't leave without? Water bottle. Okay. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of the details of the other answers, Nick, on that. But water bottle, there it is. Well, can you believe it? It's been an hour. Good Lord, sir. <laughs> know, Lord. We, need a, we need a round two. Yeah, definitely. So we're gonna get. I'm down, gonna, I'm down with you yeah. guys. If you want one where I kind of talk more about music and, and other things of that nature, I'm totally down. We'll, we'll, we'll I think uh, we should we should do a bonus episode with Bernie and his dad talking about music and a little bit about dad stuff, but more about. I, yeah, really I want to cool talk stories. to his dad about raising Bernie. Get some stories of. <laughs> I want to get some baby yeah. stories of Bernie. That'll Mr. that'll Mr. be good. Bernie. <laughs> but yeah, well, well, that, that's the that'll be the title of the episode too. Raising Bernie. <laughs> what the fuck is this about? <laughs> Share it on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Right? For no hashtags, no nothing, no pictures, just raising Bernie. Raising Bernie. <laughs> I'm in. Let's 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 dial that song oh, bitch in. Oh man. Um, that's, that's too awesome. Bernie, nice. thank you so much. Man, I love you. I miss you. It was so good to hang out and talk with you and see you. Thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day and uh, showing us your kid and hanging out with us and doing this dad cast thing with us. You're amazing. Guys, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I've been, I've been following all the episodes. The, the Mike episode was uh, one of my favorites. I I see him down here every now and again, and we catch up every once in a while and talk kids and business and this, that, and the other. And it was just a, it was just cool to hear him talk his story and about all the great things that he's accomplishing and, and going after more. I, I just couldn't be more proud. Right. We and got deep on that episode. episode. That was a great one. It was, uh, that was, that was a, that was a rough one. That was, <laughs> that it was deep. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you, 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 you dived in deep into the Nick Martin cave, but yeah. it showed, it showed, uh, it, it showed what that cast is about, you know, like, you know, open up and talk about like, Hey, not everything about dad life's easy or fun. Or even mm-hmm. something you know that that gets appreciated enough, and uh, I, I certainly think that you guys are onto something very original and unique. And I'm just appreciative just to be a part of the ride. Well, we thank you to beat on that ride, and thank yeah. you for giving us a clip. <laughs> That's a perfect promo <laughs> clip, my friend. All right, Bernie, we'll be in touch uh, as far as getting you on again, and with your dad, I really want to do that. Um, okay. Yeah. Stay cool. I've got, I've got a bunch of other people here you, that you might get a kick out of uh, interviewing here who've famous musicians, session guys who are all dads who've played on some pretty huge records like Avril Lavigne and Kelly Clarkson and Alice Cooper and hmm. all, all these heavy duty guys. If you want me to reach out and see if they yeah. want to be on this, I'll do it for you. Yeah, send them my way. Yeah, send, send them over to that guy. At least on my I'll, screen, I'll, I'll, that's what I see. 
in the next two weeks or so, I'll have I'll have some people to go send your way and be like, hey, here's some people who are building up a cool podcast. I think you should be on it. You can talk about thing, dad. Yeah, thing, I'll, I'll email thing. you our pitch deck too, so you can have yeah. that to show them. That way, it's a little more professional and absolutely cool. All right, Bernie, you've been All amazing. Right. Good luck on that adventure of fatherhood with you. And, uh, you know, we're rooting for you, as always. I hope to see you in person real soon. Nick, you're awesome. Until the next episode, thank you all for hanging out, checking it out. If you are listening uh, and you want to see what our ugly mugs look like, head over to YouTube, DadCast Podcast, and uh, search it up. And you can uh, get a visual representation of all of these episodes. And, of course, if you do do that, we'd appreciate a sub, a like, and all that good stuff. We'll see you all next week. What he said. See you. Later.